One thing about dealing with a broke man is he may not have no money in his pockets, but he's sure going to make up for it when he's piping you down. The Next Door Podcast. Welcome back to the Next Door Podcast. I am Bestie Next Door, and I'm like your bestie next door. If you like your tea to be extra, extra sweet, then this place is not for you because we like our tea to be sweet and bitter. Sweet enough that it goes down, bitter enough to wake us up. Now, if you came to this 9.5 episode, then that means you watched my episode 9. We already poured up in the last episode, so we're going to get straight to the story. So this is why I don't date American guys. And when I talk about not dating American guys, I'm talking about American guys that have no background. Like, I'm talking about the guys that their grandmothers, great-grandparents are from the South of America. I cannot do it. Because one thing about American guys is they don't have much culture, so they don't understand respect and values. They don't understand that. You see, most of the time in the comment section, if you see the men that argue about providing, it's usually American men, Western men, born, raised, family, no background, Western men. Now let's talk about the time when I dated an American guy, my first, my last. Grab your wine, because this story is gonna get real good. Hold on, let me, let me just do the math, because, all right, boom. I met him before I was 21, and I was in music school at the time. What I liked most about him was, even though he didn't have much, he still tried his hardest to do what he can. If we went to a store and I told him I wanted this, and he'll tell me, go outside, and he'll steal me that item, even though he didn't have much money. You know, a girl who's like 5'7", five, 5'8", five, we get so infatuated with a guy that's taller than us, that's like six feet, because it's like, oh. You tall, like, you tall, Danny. Like, I like that. I like that. You tall, Danny. You know, he had that little swag. Both of us from New York. And um, he was really broke. And at that time, I was working. So I would give him my paycheck because one thing about dealing with a broke man is he may not have no money in his pockets, but he's sure going to make up for it when he's piping you down. A broke man knows how to deceive you and make you feel like you're on top of this world. The moment you get deed down by a broke man, before you know it, you're tricking on him more than he's even tricking on you. You're spoiling him. I was in that situation, spoiling. I was working at Uniqlo, and again, I was so infatuated by the physical activities, the physical touch that he was on payroll, and nobody was going to tell me about that broke good D. My friends tried to warn me. I didn't want to hear it. I'm like, don't tell me. You just mad because you don't got a man like mine. He's tall. You mad. You salty. My friends is telling me he's using you. I'm like, let him use me. But that D is good. You jealous. That's why I say, don't let these broke men confuse you with good D. Good D will have you confused about your whole existence. That's what happened to me. Even though stealing is bad, but the fact that he was trying to prove to me that I still want to make you happy and I still want to get you what you want was what made me, you know, I felt I, I had a soft spot. I was like, you know what? He's broke. His D is good, but my man going to steal whatever to make me happy. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody going to tell me nothing. Yeah. Until Valentine's Day came up. You know, it was Valentine's Day and I didn't see him and neither did I get a call from him. I didn't get a call from him till 11 p.m. that night, basically February 15th. I used to sneak him in my house because I had my own room. So I used to sneak him in my house. You know, my mom would be, I would sneak him in my house. I had a whole date planned out. I set up a whole table in my room. I had the little 99 cent candles around so it can be given that love. I made 
Alfredo pasta. Listen, any girl that don't know how to cook, the number one thing she's going to say, I know how to cook. I know how to cook Alfredo. Nobody was going to tell me about my Alfredo, my shrimp Alfredo. When I was 20 years old, no one was going to tell me about my shrimp Alfredo. Even though I didn't know how to clean the shrimp that well. I'm Now I'm a little bit more older. I'm more seed. I know how to cook. I cook really good. But then I still had the veins of the shrimp inside. No one was going to tell me about my shrimp Alfredo. I made that shrimp Alfredo with love for Zaddy. He didn't come back till like 11 p.m. All right, cool. He didn't He didn't call me till 11 p.m. And he didn't get to my house till like 11 p.m. But I was still happy because I was so infatuated with the situation we had because it's like, that's daddy. Like, even though daddy didn't have no money and daddy came empty-handed, I made my shrimp Alfredo. Like, I made my shrimp Alfredo and I was ready for the activities that was going to happen after because his payment method was making the kitty cat cry and I was I was okay with that at the time. So he finally came. He was, you know, he had like a little attitude. That's how you know when your man has done something wrong cuz when your man is out doing something wrong, usually when he comes back home to you, he has a little attitude. You could be all happy to see him, but he'll just have an attitude. You'll be looking at him like, "Why you got an attitude? Like, why are you trying to make me upset at you? Like, I'm not trying to be upset at you. I want to be happy." That's how you usually you know your man has done something wrong. He has an attitude unnecessary attitude like an attitude for no reason you'd be wondering like why you have an attitude so he came he had an attitude i was like oh do you like he's like yeah it's all right so i'm like okay so after we ate the food or whatever you know he has he didn't really you know he didn't really eat it too much because you know i tried to make i tried to make my alfredo from scratch i was trying to be a chef it's like i'm making my alfredo from scratch for zaddy for that broke d yeah Nobody was telling me nothing. Yeah, my friends were trying to tell me. And I'm like, girl, you can't tell me nothing. You're just mad because you can't get this good broke D. <laughs> confused. I'm telling you, confused. I clean the table off. It's time for us to lay in bed. He's spooning me. You know, he's taller than me. I'm. He's like six foot five. So I'm five seven, five eight. So I'm feeling all small. I'm like, yeah, I like this is what I like. So now it's time to do the do, and you know, of course I'm ready because I already know it's gonna be good. Cause he he don't have nothing else to offer me besides that. That's why I tell you, ladies, don't let good deed confuse you into your standards and into knowing what's wrong and what's right and what you're willing to accept and what you're not willing to accept. So anyway, he's touching me, you know, he's making it be known like it, it's about to go down. We start doing the do, you know, when you're doing your do with a, your guy, like your man is usually touching you, holding you, bringing like, it's that body heat, that body temperature, that exchange of heat and temperature and energy. But this time it was different. This man was like far away from my body. Like we, I was like this and he was like this. Little did I know that that same night, the reason why he came to the house late was because he spent time with another girl and he had sex with that girl and then came to me. You know, while we in the midst of doing our do, I'm here doing the tip drip. And my intuition was just telling me like, look at what he's doing. So this man is back here. This man has his phone. And he's recording our genital areas. As he's doing what he's doing, he's recording our genital areas. I turned around. I looked at him. I'm like, what are you doing? That's how the whole equation stopped. All of a sudden, he tried to flip the script on me. Remember, 
I'm demotized. I am completely demotized. So anything that he said to me, I was believing. And if he got too upset, I felt like I was in the wrong. He's flipping the script on me. And I'm looking at him. And I'm like, if you wanted to record, why are you trying to be sneaky about it? Why can't you be straightforward? Like, why are you trying to... We're doing something intimate. Why are you sneakily trying to record us doing something intimate? If you wanted to record for your own personal reasons for you to have for yourself, why couldn't you just tell me instead of trying to record without my knowledge? That's like you making a sex tape without me knowing. He's like, oh, he's getting an attitude now. He's like, you know what? I'm about to leave. I'm just about to leave because this is too much for me. This is too much for me. I'm like, now at this point, like, again, I'm demotized. This is before I was 21. I was demotized. I'm like, no, babe, what you? now he's, he's now at this point where he's trying to leave. And now I'm, I'm like, I'm confused because of the, I'm like, damn, like, babe, I'm just telling you, if you wanted to record, you could have just told me, you don't have to be sneaky about it. He wasn't trying to hear none of that. He's like, I'm leaving right now. And I'm like, no, babe. Now at this point, now he he manipulated me so bad that I was sitting, I was begging him. When meanwhile he's in the wrong, so in the midst of it all, let me see your phone. He took his phone. Oof! He threw it at the wall. The phone broke. Now we looking at each other like. I'm looking at him. He's looking at me. And I'm like, why did you break your phone? Clearly, he had something he was hiding in his phone. Now, at this point, now he's flipping the script on me. He's getting upset. He's like, oh, no, I'm leaving because I can't deal with this. I'm coming over here. And you, I'm begging him. I'm like, no, babe. The look at the phone is still demons. He flipped the whole script on me. Mind you, my mom is still in the house. My mom didn't go to work that night. I snuck him in. So I'm trying to also lower his voice because my mom is in the other room. And thank God my mom didn't come out and catch me red-handed that I snuck my boyfriend in the house. So now he's like, now nah, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I can't deal with this. So you, you doing, I can't deal with this. You made me break my phone. He said I made him break his phone. Meanwhile, he's the one that threw his phone at the wall because I asked to see his phone. I digress. This is why I'm saying these broke men, dealing with a broke man, is it'd be too much. So now he's trying to leave. He's walking out the door. I'm ch- I'm literally chasing him. And I'm chasing him from my house to the hallway without realizing that I don't even have no slippers on. I'm barefooted. And as I'm going to talk to him, and I'm like, no, babe, why are you leaving? Like, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. You know when you're hypnotized and they snap your finger, you come to reality? I came to reality the moment he said to me, and I felt downgraded when he said, you you following me, you're not even wearing no slippers, you barefooted, like you look dirty. Once he said that, it's like the hypnosis woke up. I looked at him, I looked at my feet, I looked at myself, I said, oh no, he got me effed up. I went right back to my house. I was like, you know what, deuces, have a good time, Go, keep going. From that moment, him saying that, I knew to myself that I would never deal with this man ever again because I showed him so much love. I showed him so much support. I showed him so much support in his downtime that for him to try to look down on me of me being vulnerable, I was like, oh, nah, I don't even need this. Like, I don't, I don't need, I don't even care how, I don't need this. Guess what? During the day, that was like around like what? So I remember, he came to my house at 11. So that was like around 3, 4 in the morning. Can you believe at like 5 p.m. he called me from another number? I remember he broke his phone. Say hello. Bestie, what's up? I'm sorry for what I said to you. I'm sorry. I know I messed up. I took the phone. I'm like, it's over. Don't ever call my phone again. Click. And from that moment, 
I became like Fenty, a savage. That was the moment I realized, one, I would never date an American guy again. Number two, that I would ever be demonized, that I would forget my standards and what I'm willing to accept and not accept. That was the moment I came to my realization. This is why I tell you ladies, be very careful about the guy you deal with because Sometimes when, you get in, when you're getting good D from a guy, it will have you traumatized to the point where you'll lose yourself. When you lose yourself, that's a problem. And when you are not emotionally stable enough to make the right decisions that's going to work in your favor, that is a problem. If he's not it, he's not it. Don't let the D fool you. Next caller. If you're going to let good D fool you and you end up getting pregnant just because of good D, you better buckle your seatbelt because you're in for a run. Good D is not going to pay the bills. You can't take Good D to the bank. If he's not doing anything for you or providing, next caller immediately. That's my story. Thank you guys for watching this episode. Like, comment, subscribe, and you know the rest. Until we meet again.